derived from the apocalypse, everything is possible. This is state of the game. This is state of the game. And thank, thankfully, the unemployment check's coming on the 7th. Okay. Damn, you're <laughs> late, man. I wish hey. those checks were still coming. Sheesh. <laughs> we are here. I, I am, you know, uh, carved carved out of mud and given life. My name is Dano. Uh, and it's happy to be here. I my joined by my co-host. I I first ran into him. I was working security for a LARPing convention. Oh God, that's fire! Robbing <laughs> LARPers. He was robbing live action role play people. Get it how you live, man. That's the motto. Ah, hell yeah, that's fire. So yeah. The, the K K Diggy, thank you for being here. I appreciate you taking the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. We're getting we're getting hot. We got some good good guests coming up, and we got a great guest today. We were talking about this guest last week. We had the wonderful Dash Lewis on, the wonderful journalist. journalist. Oh, hi, Fire. And we were we focused on three albums. One of them was Iblis. Raja's son. That, that's the one that uh, Dash brought to the table. We got a chance to talk about Grip and uh, talk about uh, the magical connection between Iblis and Akai Solo and everything like that. Uh, so it, it's, it's an incredible album, but your name kind of came up, you know, it just kept coming up. And it was like, because uh, I think Kay brought up the difference between pop music and underground music. Right. And I brought you up as maybe the most underground thing I could think of. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, was, yeah. I was like, lungs is like punk rock, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted, I wanted yeah. Kate to understand what I was talking about and experience it. The, uh, the beauty of the ambient auctioneer flow that lungs brings to the table. Uh, <laughs> thank you for, I mean, this is an incredible run of projects. Last year, you had The Birth of Lone Sword, which was 26 tracks deep. Yeah, that was fucking huge. That shit was definitely hefty. And yeah. incredible guests, incredible guest verses. And you've produced for Matt Mars. You've produced for uh, Fatboy Sharif. You've produced, you know, I'm sure within the Grips Collective, a bunch of stuff. Uh, and... So as a producer, you go by Lone Sword, as the rapper Lungs, and really in both spaces, making big waves. So I can't wait to talk to you about everything. How how is it going? Uh, yo, first of all, blessed, bro. Thank you for real. Fucking appreciate y'all taking the time. Thank you, thank you for showing love. You know everything. We're just out here trying to do the thing, but I'm chilling, bro. It's been, it, everything is good. You know. Here with Doof right now. Fucking. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, man, everything is good. Fucking uh, another day at the office, so to speak. But fucking, uh, yeah, just just uh, put out Where Are the Bugs, just trying to get Ooh. these other things that I have in order together and out. Um, trying to do all the, all the, all the different things and juggle everything and now fuck it up. So pretty much, pretty much the same shit. I have to tell you, because it was a very funny thing. 
we had this, we uh, talked to Nick Marsh, uh, you know, great, great, great journalist as well. And we did like a best EPs of the year kind of episode. Mm -hmm. So we did have the Cyber City Society in there. Oh, hell yeah. Fire. Fucking bless. And and the best that Kay said was that it was such like a kind of a horror movie experience that it made the next EP even better for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like everything was a little bit sunnier. (laughs) I love that so much. I thought that was so great. That's fire. Yep. Hell yeah. I mean, I think the main the main thing with Cyber City too is that like when you're working with Sharif, I mean Sharif is definitely like hands down one of the one of the easiest and best people to just work with. It's it's like, you know, with other motherfuckers or just when you're trying to put together something like with the amount of depth or idea behind it, it's like sometimes you're in the position of pulling teeth with people just trying to get everything together, you know. And with him, that's that's just like never an issue. So like for that, for the creation of like that whole tape, that was really me and Sharif just kind of coming together. And it's so it's on some like really 50-50 shit. And the thing that I really like, I mean, the chip is great about working with Sharif. And I feel like part of the reason, because we have a whole nother tape pretty much done. So we need like one or two more tracks. And I rap on everything on this next one that's coming up. Wow. So there's, there's going to be a, a whole nother kind of follow-up to that, all produced by me, too, with uh, verses on that. We, we we sneaky, we didn't even know how many, like, we, that shit just kind of happened. You know, we, 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 we had set out doing it, but then we had, uh, just over time, it's like we already have, like, 12 or 13 tracks for that shit, so we're just waiting on, like, one or two more, and uh, we're going to drop that. But the thing that's ill about working with Sharif is that, like, he's just, like, he'll see value in things that very few other people would like see the exact intention that I had for like a Mm. loop, for example. Like, it's like, I can just play shit where it's like, if I played it in like another session, motherfuckers would just look at me like, what do you want me to do with this? This is just like, like, and the, the, like, I can just play some shit for Sharif and the intention will just automatically be understood and where we're going on the thing will just kind of be there. The other thing that's like interesting to me about Cyber City too is that like, and I I, I talked we talked about this uh, when when we we sat down with Andre G um, for he he he's he's been my man for a minute. I actually used to like write articles like for him. Me and Akai used to write articles for him for this other publication at one point. But we sat down with him for the complex thing that they had done, and one of the things that we had kind of discussed was that like, you know, the tape like sonically the main takeaway from it is that it's like kind of this horrifying thing you know like it's just like there's a lot of like like uh there's a lot of like sonically it's just there's a lot of stuff that isn't necessarily stuff that like people kind of the the main thing that comes out is kind of like horror or like dread from the thing yeah you really listen to like what the actual thing is it's interesting because it's like, especially watching it be made, it's like there's this level of just like existence to the thing of where it's like, it's just includes all aspects of like whatever thing that we're trying to tap in, both like horrifying mm. and then also like, like inspiring to a degree and like real and like, you know, 
the soundscapes kind of just being on a level where it's like if you listen throughout the thing it's not just like this like terrible horrifying thing i think that it's like also this kind of like beautiful like monstrous like mm -hmm. it's concoction yeah. thing and i think that that's something that me and sharif definitely were we were talking about it in that interview and we were also just like reflecting on that kind of thing throughout where it was like the whole way that that shit was approached was on some like yo we're going to just kind of try to represent things that exist as like the things happen to a degree like anxiety or like whatever type of emotion that people deal with or that or that both of us in making the project have dealt with how do we like encapsulate those things into like a real sort of relatable like thing that's mm. also because it's like Sharif it also is Sharif there also is that element of like disconcertion and horror because like the way that he goes about projects for real is that ass just like some crazy ass director like it's like he's on some like crazy like film like he's just making some sort of fucked up opera like yeah insane. that was my question did did he like how did the project originate did he come to you with an idea like, yo, this, so, this is what I want to do? Or did he hear something from you that kind of sparked so, his imagination? Uh, I wound up going to do that Ruts video uh, as a feature on a Tab Jones project. So I went out, that was like the first time I had, I had ever really gone out to Jersey. Um, and I linked up with Pootie there, who's like, I don't know if you guys know Pootie. It's like- nope. I know Pootie. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I linked with P and we did that, uh, we did that video. And I was in the V with them and uh, I asked them, I was like, yo, you guys fuck with Cannibal Ox? And then Pootie was like, oh, nah, you got to meet my homie Sharif as soon as I said that. So then he like showed Sharif my shit, I guess, after that. And then COVID happened and like everybody was locked down and shit. And fucking Sharif just called me and was like, yo, your shit is fire. What's good? And we just like chopped it up OD. And then he just pulled up to, uh, he was like, yo, where are you? one day and I was like, I'm about to go to my homie Scott's crib. And he just came all the way out there, linked me. He, I played him a couple loops and I played him the encrypted beat. And then he was like, nah, we gotta do a whole project. And I was like, bet. And then we just kind of just continued from there. And he would just pull up, I would go to Jersey. And we, we kind of just really put it together there. And then we had Wavy mix it and just kind of, and the, the process is really good because that man is like one of the most organized people I've ever met in my entire life, hands down. Like, just in terms of project shit, like that dude is like, and it's like, I don't get annoyed. I'm like fucking, I'm trying to get everything done in terms of disorder. Like, I need people calling me, yeah. telling me to do shit, reminding me to do shit because it's like, with you said Fat Boy Sharif is the most organized? Bro, yeah, bro, that dude yeah, I is love fucking that, man. crazy, bro. I that love dude that. will be, that, yo, that dude will literally like it'll be like four thirty in the fucking morning. I'll be in New Jersey. This dude will be drunk as fuck, like like way more fucked up than I am. I'll go home, wake up, be destroyed, and I'll wake up to like five texts at like nine thirty a.m. Like, yo, bro, we got to do this, this, and this, and we got an interview at this time, and you got to email this person, <laughs> send me your BMI, and I'm like, dog, like, how do you? How it's so I appreciate it so much because it's just like bro, like it's incredible. Like it, see, it I love like, that. And it's like yep. it's gone from like I mean, and yo, for real, like I've learned so much from from him for real. For in terms of like how to put out projects, how to go about doing things in in a way that isn't just like chaos. 
Like, it, and it's yeah. like, yo, Cyber City, for real, that shit was wrapped up with a bow by the time we dropped it. We didn't have to worry about shit. It was not like, it was, so it's like, he's definitely one of the people that is like, in terms of just like where his head's at with this music shit, like he's up there with one of the, with like just one of the people who is just really fucking good at doing it. That's, that's beautiful to hear. Glad to hear I, I would have never assumed that, like hearing this album, I would have, I would have thought the opposite of Fatboy Sharif. But Hell the no. fact, but now that I think about it, like to do something like this cohesive, you've got to be kind of like an organizer of your thoughts and your mood and your sound. So it, may, it makes complete sense what you're saying. Dude, that dude is literally like a, like he's a, he, he's a sage with that shit, for real. He yeah. absolutely is. It's, 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 it's yeah. he's I, a legend, I, for real. I described uh, Cyber City as like, Cyber City Society as a thriller that never releases tension. It just keeps building tension. Oh, so, yeah. uh, and I just think that so, and, and it was clear that you guys had a clear understanding of like, let's push this, let's do this. Uh, and especially the acapella beat with with the street noise in it. That yeah. Incredible. Hell that yeah. Cool. No, that's a that's a fire. That's 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 definitely one of my favorite ones. Fucking and the video for that came out crazy. Shout out to Marley for uh, for putting that together. Fucking yep. shout yeah, out Sharif because it was like literally fucking twelve degrees when we shot that video, and he was in a hospital gown and boxers. This dude was fucking surprising. <laughs> that video was fire, bro. Mm. I love that shit. Amazing, amazing. So, okay, you you got a chance to dive into. The world of Lone Star. I heard because I I'm lucky enough to have great people around me who are like, you got to hear this shit, right? Yeah. So I got I got Birth of Lone Star, like when it came out. I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit, okay. Shout out to Gang PTP for, for Yo, yeah, yeah, that's that's another legend right there. Shout yep. out Gang. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That shit. So, um, and I first time I heard it, I was just like, holy shit, I don't know what to do with this, but this is a big deal. I think Big Flowers wrote that shit because I was like, you know, I haven't wrapped my head around it yet. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I, when I listened to it, I was surprised. One, I mean, it's 26 tracks, mm-hmm. but like the, how do I say it? Like the, like no, none of the tracks sound the same. Like there's such mm-hmm. a diversity of sound and to have that over 26 tracks is kind of like remarkable. Yo, yeah. so like the way that shit really came together is like honestly, like I was really shout out Wavy Bagels, because that's the fucking actual goat who 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 made that shit. Like that shit, bro, like without Wavy, none of that shit ever would have fucking like come together the way that it did. Because like that was really my first project. And that shit, I took almost like two years, maybe two two years and change to make that shit. So there were like hella fucking uh, phases to that shit. And there was hella shit, bro. I had like 50 joints by the end of it. So there was hella shit that got cut. Like, wow. so like the things at the end were kind of like, yeah, there's, yeah, it was like the shit at the end was like the best out of all the different phases. And I kind of chose to like, 
leave them in instead of like and make it that length because I felt like it was important for like the entire experience because that's kind of like when I named it that project I didn't really realize what it would entail which was like the birth of Lone Sword which actually wound up happening because I kind of like came into like that's how I like really figured out what I was doing type shit was with that project and uh, with the Osprey EP and other shit like that too 100% but it was really like that shit was like over a real period of time and i felt like i had to include the 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 kind of earlier joints that i had that i had initially put in there um just because i felt like i don't know progression is kind of like important for that shit to see over time and there's like yeah but the last the last couple days like the, me and wavy were in the studio again shout out wavy we're in there for like like 12 12 14 hour fucking shits like getting everything together, re-recording shit. So it's like, it, it really came together in the last couple of weeks. But the other thing is, is that everybody on it really treated it like it was kind of their own fucking thing, which is I'm, you know, always forever appreciative of because everybody just smoked all of their shit. And I feel like a lot of the, the, the features and all of that shit are really kind of what keeps it going. And a lot of those people were people that I met in my journey who I all like learned something from, you know what I mean? In some sort of sense. So it shout was, out to, uh, shout out to Lord Jamonte Ogbon, who just like 25 points a game, just every game, just un- unbeaten, just always. A yeah. Shout out job, bro. Fuck yeah. That's my man. That's good people too, bro. For real. Fucking, uh, yeah. He smoked that shit. Um, for real, J plus as well, bro. Fucking oh. J plus on there too. Fucking yeah. Shout out all of them, bro. I'm fucking happy as fuck we linked up with them. Um, shit was fun. I've been down. I haven't been to Charlotte yet, but we went. I've linked them. I've been to Greensboro, Solid City, all that shit. Damn, bro. On on the Lone Sword, on Birth of Lone Sword, to me, there's like this ten song run that you can't fuck. Word from 13 to 23, right? From George Gervin finger roll to oops. Yeah, like you can't fuck with that. That shit is nasty. Like, uh, yeah, you know, you right after deploy, cold combatants, Fred Durst, Kobayashi, Thick comes through on played myself again. again yeah, Thick, that's my fucking bet, bro. Yeah, Thick oh. smokes that shit, bro. I've oh, never yeah. heard a bad feet verse, and I've heard so much. Planet Fear, I mean, what an amazing! And then you, you get a Kai. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It's that that so, run. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. So, how was the process? I mean, there's a. How did you choose what was on? Who was on each song? What was that process like? Um, for real, that shit kind of just came together not even gonna it just all kind of just it was enough time that it kind of just all happened you know it was just like going through shit there was there was like other joints that i had with people that i was like maybe i should throw shit on there blah 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 but i got everybody it was all pretty much the same roster type shit there was nobody really who i was like at the time you know it it really just kind of happened you know, Ja came through. I got J plus on there. The J plus song is actually recorded in North Carolina. That I think is one of the only ones that we didn't do there. Um, history came through uh, and, re- and fucking smoked 
liked uh, the last track. I had history pooty on there. Uh, yep. Yeah, everything yep. just kind of came together because that's the other thing. Like during the pandemic, motherfuckers were really just around each other like pretty much every day because that's all we were doing. So it's like mm. it, all this, all those people, I, it just kind of happened. There wasn't like it was just, and there was enough material and time going by that it was like uh, it felt like it was like I it, it, it was planned but it kind of just flowed to the point where I looked it back at a certain point and I was like, all right, I have all these fucking songs. Let me just go through and see what works type shit. Mm. I can imagine that the editing sequencing process was, was rugged to go. Yeah. That shit was crazy, bro. Shout out Wavy. That shit was fucking ridiculous. Oh my God. Shout out Wavy, bro. Mm -hmm. Absolute legend. Wavy Bagel just got the fucking classic. Bro, the yeah. baby tape. Oh, I haven't. I've gotten. I need to get oh, to it. Man, y'all, dude, that shit. Come on, bro. That shit is so fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he's wavy bagels is everywhere, and it's, it's nah, nah. He's one of the yo. Like me and Doof were just talking about this shit. He makes like among the best fucking music, bro. Wavy. Yeah, bro. Nah, that new shit he dropped. It, like by no means because I got a beat on that shit, but that shit's like. Like we were talking about, like, bro, the fucking rap, the rappers should be getting like tired sometimes. Like it's ill. Like we all rap good, right? Like fucking, you go to most of these events, bro. It's not no shorties like moving to nothing. You know what I'm saying? So maybe really make that shit that like you really feel like in your fucking like heart type shit. Like the shit be having you ready to dance and sing when you can't do either of them fucking things. Uh, exactly, exactly, bro, that exactly. new shit he dropped, bro. Nah, 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 I have nah, been nah, walking nah. around singing nothing but bro. Hell yeah, album. like that shit is crazy. Yeah, he makes timeless shit. Like, bro, he put like he gave me his song for fucking Doofus can't read, and that shit was like sounds like nothing else on the project. And I was like, wow, thank you for fucking lightning that bro, shit. Hell yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I got that song, like, Damn, yo, I love that. in here, like trenching it out. Yeah, 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 exactly. Project. exactly. So Wavy yeah, was like, like, yo, damn. I fucking, like, when he picked the beat that, like, was, like, not like anything else on the fucking project, and then I was like, damn, I can't wait to see what he and does. And then they're like, damn, bro, like, I can I go like, outside, oh, wow. I should go outside, I can yeah. in my crib, like, Every time I listen to Wavy, I'm like, damn, I should I go sent that fucking project to, like, three shorties as soon as I fucking listen to it. Like, yeah. Bro, classic. <laughs> and mind you, like, mind you also, he mixes this everybody's shit. shit, so his shit is going to be yeah. fucking Yeah, I've got the river you know? playing his shit. Yo, bro. Yeah, makes, you could. He makes fucking Doofus Can't Read. Bro. Like, he makes my fucking album. Dude, <laughs> hell yeah. He, he makes, makes my shit. shit. He makes all the AP. With the exception of one song. One song, I kind of was like, nah, my version has to be fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nah. No, it's, it, some, some producers, it's hard to quantify or explain, but like, they find the groove that's just in you. Like, and that seems like what Wavy does. It's not even, it's not like the most complex music ever, but like he finds that shit and makes you move. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 So that's awesome. And, and listening to Cyber City Society and then listening to Where Are the Bugs, it felt related from the Lone Sword perspective of like, like how crazy can these sounds get you know just like let's go yeah um 
Where Are the Bugs, I really enjoyed because there's hella drums on that project. And, like, I feel like a lot of the shit that people be, like, people generally say about my shit is that it's like, oh, this is shit without drums. It's so fucking sick. But I make hell like, that's not, I don't even, like, I make mad loops, but I make hella shit with drums, too. So I kind of, I like this one also because my drums are probably never going to sound like that ever again. Because I was just doing it in a very specific way that was working for that, for that particular project with 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 sites and shit um so yeah that shit is really ill bro i'm like i definitely was uh definitely was hyped on that sites was just falling up and i would just kind of cook 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 the shit up 1010 also helped out a bunch on that shit on two joints um on there which i really some of my favorites um yeah bro that shit just kind of really just just came together um fucking crazy that was probably the last tape too, where I was just working with like the way that I was prior to shit, where it was like the shit's just gonna have a way crazier kind of sound. I also was running everything through that Tascam for that project, just this like analog fucking little EQ mixer drone I have. So I just, uh, just kind of really wanted that shit to just kind of sit there for what it is, because I feel like people are gonna be able to revisit that shit fucking. Hey, did you hear? I, you, it was before you got on. He would, uh, Lungs was explaining that where the bugs came about because Sice and and him were just watching videos of bugs fighting. Yeah, bro. We used to just throw on fucking bug fights on YouTube. Hella bug fights. <laughs> These motherfuckers are fighting all the time, bro. It's not nah, bro. They're constantly at war. Constant. Like was that so? That was your inspiration. Like that, like that ants. You seen ants? Nah, bro. Have you seen the jump when the fucking the the honeybees have to take down like fucking two Japanese like fucking killer wasps? No, no. gosh, bro, I'm, like, oh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm like, intrigued like, now, man. Video, right? In two videos. One like the wasp, like they show what the wasp been doing to the honeybees type shit. Like they've been pulling up. Like and just eating these niggas, like just like chomping them, leaving them like in half. Like the one half is crawling one direction, the other is going the other way. Like it's just completely fucked up bro, shit. Talk about and then there's another one, bro. They pull up and the niggas are not fucking going for that, bro. So they end up like just like all ganging up on these on the like B-ball? on the giant like fucking they like them, bro. They. That's why the murder hornets are cooking everything in the states too. Bro, the bees don't do that shit here. They just sting them. Them shits were already in Virginia, bro. I swear to God. Like I was in Richmond in like oh, I love I this man. in Richmond, Virginia. Bro. You saw one? Bro, they like I never seen the shit in my life. And I was like, bro, what the fuck is that? Like it sounds like fucking ridiculous. I was spending the night, like I was down bad a little bit, had to stay at like one of my like at my boss's crib like one or two nights. And fucking one, like I think his dad was fixing his screen door or some shit, like at nighttime. He was fucked up. He lived out in the but it's a fucking like yellow light bulb and you live in the woods so that just so the, that shit attracted yeah, yeah, that yeah. fucker into the house and it was like a whole like fucking hour like trying to battle this nigga bro like 
bro. Ooh, and they, yeah, they, they cook them in Asia. When they pull up in the hive, the bees, they don't even, you can't sting them. They just pull up in those balls and they shake oh, their Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I forgot fry. about that shit. They, they, they cause so much fucking friction. Because, like, one, they're not even supposed to be able to fly. Bro. Because their wing-to-body ratio is all fucked up. So, literally, oh, a large part of bees flying is literally their ability to kind of like shake their entire being enough until like shit gets moving basically because their wings are so fucking small compared to how chunky they are i remember beautiful reading i remember reading about like killer bees back in the day and they'd be like they'd be talking about how they had collective memory how like if a cow killed a killer bee the killer beehive would like kill every cow they fucked they ran into yeah, eight, eight, eight of I those was like, yo, I'm never fucking with bees, cow, man. I can't have enemies like that. I can't, like... Yeah, eight of them, yeah, eight of them can kill a whole fucking cow. Right. And then it's like, <laughs> fucking, like, uh, they do this shit, like, you kill one, and they let off pheromones. So yeah, any yeah, of them yeah. that's around, pull up. Same thing with fucking, cockroaches. Yeah. Low-key, fucking, low-key. yeah. So it's like, fucking... Yeah, my mom's like definitely allergic to this shit, and I've never been stung by a bee in my life. I just always like play it cool and like, damn, I've been stung. I either play it cool if motherfuckers get too close to me, I'm I know I'm faster than them. And like, it's not. But yeah, I gotta know this shit. Like, I'll be like, fuck, my pops is from like Bumblefuck, bro. He used to keep bees. Like his pops used to make him keep bees, bro. Bro, you know how many times he's been stung at once? He got stung thirty-four times. The guy who was. And just fried him. He was like fucking twelve or some shit. Like fried him for like forty-five minutes. Wait, what? Like they, got they all got they got inside his fucking bee suit and stung him, and he had to like take it, bro. It was oh crazy. God. Stung oh God. Times. God. It was crazy, man. That's <laughs> That's but it, it's, it's bro, so sonically. How did you get? How did you? How did you get it to sound like bugs fighting? How was what was the what was the sound like? Were you soundtracking bug fights? Is that what you were? Thinking? Nah, we were just watching that shit. All the all the uh, all the the real like bug aspect of it came in for the for like the all the effects and the vocals and the chops and all the like weird little shit that you hear throughout. Yeah, that's when we really went and we're like, all right, how do we tie all these things together? Type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 really kind of get the. Uh, the theme of the whole thing there. Really, I was just trying to make shit that I feel like Sice me, Sice and Fika sound good on, you know, make some shit. I don't know. It just, a lot, I really fuck with a lot of the beats on there. Right. I feel like, oh, you yeah. know. And so what were you aiming beat. for? What, do you, what are the type of beats that you think that they sound good on? I don't know. Just like, I don't know, shit like the uh, the GMO Sour Chariot joint, like that mm-hmm. shit just be reminding me. I don't know, because it's like also keep in mind, like they're in the boppers too, like Sice is in the boppers. So it's like DZ, DFNS is one of my fucking, uh, is one of my good homies and uh, even Wavy's in the boppers. It's like that whole production style, bro. Hey, it's wow, like, Wavy's like a bass boy in the bopper and... Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just out here in group two. Fucking oh, well connected. Yeah, well respected. Yeah, way deeper. Yeah, bro. Fucking. Uh, Rich has been based too. Hell yeah. That's fine. Fucking. But, uh, but yeah, really just trying to like kind of keep the uh, the bopper shit going in terms of just like the production shit. Just boom bap fucking shit. Keep the shit loose. Yeah, son. That's dope. 
No, it was, it, there's some, I was saying about hip hop till I die, B. <laughs> my elbows only get higher yo we were in top shelf like raising our elbows like yo this is hip hop bro hip hop all the way up that's awesome yeah, hell yeah. Yo, there's, there's songs on here Kay that to me they're so like beautifully dissonant that like mm-hmm. if they were on a car commercial like people would shut off their TVs and call the station yeah, yeah I feel that too I feel that as I feel that as well. Fucking uh, like it would be like Queens Bound and Train Connections or Menace and Exhaustion. If you try yeah. to put those on car commercials, people would be like terrified. They drop their yeah. People would be terrified, but then there's also shit on that album where it's like uh, like I said, the GMO Sour Cherry Joint. Like, I could hear motherfuckers playing that shit at night and it could be hella chill, you know? So yeah, it's like, there's definitely the balance like, yeah. crazy shit. The yeah, crazy I mean, shit. And, you know, the the, the kind of, uh, I don't know, more chill shit, for sure. I would say, I mean, one thing that, I mean, I think your production is very unique, like your style. And the way that you you cut samples is like really unique. Do you want to go like a little bit like when you're looking for things to sample, you're creating beat. Like, what is your process like? So I mean, it depends. It's honestly changed up a lot because sneaky. I've been doing this uh, little like uh, like one year mixing diploma shit. So like I've just been. I never really used any DAWs or anything, but since I've been doing this school mixing shit, like I've literally I've been kind of changing my shit up but traditionally for all those tapes and for the birth of long sword and everything it really comes down to my baby which is uh right here the fucking sp555 my guy uh it's never let me down ever in my life fucking so that's 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 really what i use i don't know if y'all can see it fucking oh yeah we can see it. yeah that's pretty much yep that's what i use for fucking pretty much everything so the way that I made those tapes is I actually had my laptop plugged into my TV, right? Especially during COVID. Um, Jeff Bezos is a fucking uh, sci-fi nutcase, right? So he, on the Amazon Prime streaming app, he actually owns the titles to like fucking thousands of these like weird ass like sci-fi movies from like the 50s, 60s, whatever, like all that yeah. shit. So during COVID, he was actually uploading a shitload of them super frequently, uh, like different ones onto Amazon Prime. So like I used to just sit in the crib with motherfuckers getting mad high, just fucking having the TV run straight into my SP 555. So I would just have it. So I'd have the, I'd have my laptop plugged in uh, through uh, either an RCA to aux or I'd have it plugged in the interface, have the audio going to the 555 into my computer. And then uh, so I could sample anything that was just on the fucking TV type shit. So I would just go through like everything. So like movies, fucking anything. So I could just grab anything. So that's really what a lot of those tapes came from. Oh. Now it's like, I'll be doing shit. Like I'll use Ableton if I have to. I have, I use like the MPC studio, uh, like a Kai software. I used to have a 1000, but I, sto- I sold it, uh, sold it fucking, uh, I use this shit just like a MIDI controller type shit for the MPC 2.0 software. So I'll do the drums on that. But 
unless I'm recently I've been doing Ableton just for chops and shit, but that's just because I've been doing it in school. But all of that shit and generally all the chops are done on the 555. So I'll just run shit into there. But recently I haven't been doing that. Recently I've been just trying to fuck with Dawes more, switching my shit up because that's like the one way that I hadn't really uh you know, I, I, I didn't really know shit about like mixing shit or gauze or whatever. So, cause I'd always done, done everything on the five. So I've been really just kind of doing shit with that shit, just trying to keep my shit flexible uh, recently. But in general, that's how all those tapes got made was with the NPC and uh, fucking the five, 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 generally either vinyls. There's this crazy ass comic book uh, vinyl record shop warehouse shit in sunset, uh, uh, Joe Koch comics shout out Joe Koch dude's a fucking legend um, but that's where I get all my vinyls generally from and that's also where we get all the comic books and shit that we use to make the covers for all of the AP shit like I literally have these shits on the walls these are not fucking photoshop you know what I'm saying we literally feet cut all that shit out himself and just fucking glued the shit on there so that's wow. like cover that's like on my wall I got all the APs and shit in here too. So it's like that, that is generally kind of the process. That's how all the Another Planets got made. It was just me and Feek. Feek lives like 10 minutes away from me. Walk. So like we're dumb close. Um, me and Feek, like physically. So we would just be going out. Uh, we'd just be going out fucking uh, to the to shit, getting vinyls. And then we were just in my crib, like even three pack, me and No Face were just in my crib for like five days, getting high shit, just fucking watching fucking crazy ass sci-fi movies sampling shit that was ill um and just kind of building off of where are the bugs what was your favorite beat to make would you say i like a lot of them um queensbound and train connections i really like that was a fun one um um Uh, it's Monster Spider versus Fuckface Beetle joint with Ten Ten. Yeah, yeah, that was fun to make. Uh, they were they were all fun. I've really enjoyed the production for that project. I'm not gonna hold you. Like that was definitely one of the ones that I've had the most fun with in a, for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what you did mine. you learn? I'll give you mine, Kay. Oh, Fran. Oh Simmons. yeah, go ahead. I'm going Fran Simmons. Yeah, Fran. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Fran Simmons was actually the first the first joint we made. That was just me and Sice. Uh, Sice, that was the first for the second time he pulled up to my crib. I think we made that joint. That's awesome. Yeah, that is. That's a good one. I definitely enjoyed it. It, it was a, yeah, it was a fun take. So, so what did you learn? What is something that you you took away from? Like what? Because it seems like you're a type that you like to learn. Like you like to experiment. You like to grow your craft. What was something that you learned about your craft doing doing this album? I guess it was kind of, I don't know, it was just kind of like an experiment into more of affirming the direction that I want to go for specific things and having confidence in like going in that direction, I guess, mm-hmm. just for like production wise. Um, I think that my intention for making that tape was to make something that was really super specific, like one off, you know what I'm saying? Like in the sense that that shit is just going to sit there and it's going to sound the way that it sounds. So like people are going to be able to revisit that in years 
when they consumed maybe the more easily digestible shit that I have and then kind of go back and be like, oh shit, this thing is fucking crazy. What the fuck is this? So that mm. was kind of like my, my idea and goal for where are the bugs It's just something that we could just have there. That's not going to like age or fall off because it's so different than everything else that it's just going to sit there as like, wow, this is just this like cohesive weird ass thing. That's just fucking here, you know? And like for people to interface with it. And it's also not as weird. Like that's the other thing too. It's like, keep in mind it's like the shit is weird and crazy but it's also like that shit too it's like people will fuck with it because like the actual hip-hop of the thing shines through on that it's like way more of like a traditional rap tape than fucking say cyber city or something like that you know yeah Yeah, and it's not it's not unorganized it's not something that's that's going to that's hard to follow like you can still enjoy the world of it I, i was gonna ask you have such a unique flow. I, I mean, I, I was talking about it as the, you know, the auctioneer, the ambient auctioneer flow. Uh, the it's it, the speed is so interesting that you go at. Was that a natural thing for you, or was that something you honed? Uh, my kind of thinking for it, to be honest, was like multiple things i mean it kind of came together over a period of time it also like me coming into that flow specifically was the results of a bunch of crazy ass just shit shit personal bullshit happening in my own life like i just lost people to covid all types of bullshit and like kind of was in a place where i was just like yo i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do except rap for like mad long and that's kind of how birth of monosaur got made but it kind of just came into it with me and Feek and just kind of everybody realizing that it's like, yo, bro, like for me, like the way that I rap for real is like, I don't always rap fast, but if I'm doing it and if I'm addressing the specific thing that I know that you're talking about, like the specific just the tracks that I'd be doing that type of shit on, like for real, the shit just kind of began naturally. It began as just like, yo, like, let me just see if I can like, you know, put these ideas in and it, it really started by trying to rhyme every aspect of the word, like a whole sentence. So it's like you have compound rhyme schemes that are going on within a single rhyme scheme. So it's like literally you're saying a word and every single word is rhyming with the corresponding other word placement within the thing before it. So it's like the only thing that you're hearing necessarily is the end rhyme. But if you run it back, it's like every corresponding word in the next bar is going to be rhyming with the, with that shit corresponding. And like rap shit is just infinite. You can do whatever you want with the shit and, and really having that realization of that shit. And then also just kind of being like, yo dog, like there's mad shit that like not have like, you know, cause it's like for real, like it's been ill and no shade to people speaking from experience, bro. Like there's mad ill shit out there, but it's like the like kind of diet ass, like Coke rap bullshit. It's just like at a point where it's like, yo dog like this shit is just getting boring at this point because there's people who are speaking from like an experience that they have and are doing it in an ill fashion but then there's hella other motherfuckers where it's just like bro you're missing like the nuance you're copying the Mm -hmm. wrong things from people that you fuck with you're like trying to copy the like the like Mm -hmm. basic shit from the thing instead of understanding like the nuance and like the the, the, the dynamics of a flow and the things that are actually like influencing you in terms of doing shit. So it's like, instead of like trying to say a whole bunch of stupid ass bullshit, it's like, I'd rather play with like hyperboles. I'd rather play with the aspect of the thing 
And it's like also just realizing that there's just like aesthetics and things that I enjoy talking about and that I can capture. But then for real, the way that I came up with like the crazy ass shit was we went upstate to Tannersville and I had already been like doing it at this point, mind you. Like I, this is just what like consciously solidified, but I watched like all four fucking Ip Man movies like tripping balls on acid and motherfuckers were like everybody else was like playing beer pong and shit i was like by myself and i was like i took hella acid and i had just had all this crazy shit happen to me so i was like damn this is wild so i put on the hitman movies and i watched all four of them shits and like that shit just was crazy on multiple levels for me a because i was tripping balls and those movies are wild but then b because like <laughs> it was like the way that his fighting style was with that shit like motherfucker just hit you like five fucking thousand times like he'll just punch you fucking five thousand fucking times bro like can't even do shit because he's just punching you so fast and so many times that it's just like a rap and that's like the way that i want to approach things too because it's like in new york too it's like the way that new york works it's like dude i love it it's, you know what i'm saying it's my home it's like fucking but in terms of the rap thing here it's good and bad because it's like the crucible of the thing so it's like it here it's like if you do a show like it's not it's like me and Doof are talking about this shit. Like, it's like kind of the shows can be annoying sometimes because it's just like, you just got to pacify motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. the rap style that I have is just like, yo, if you're going to already just be on some like, and, and granted now it's like great because it's just like, bro, I have hella people that I'm connected to all types of shit. But when you're coming up as like a nobody on some aqueous bullshit, like, like when Grip, like 2015, 20, like when we didn't have no place to record nothing, it's like, and this is also, I feel like Akai is a great example of that shit too, because it's just like, you have to smack the shit out of motherfuckers. Mm. You know what I mean? When right. you do it, and it's like, that's what you have to do. And it's like, that's kind of the thing that that's kind of how that developed. But then also it, it developed more where I was just like, damn, like, let's talk about the things that these motherfuckers won't talk about because they're going to think that it's weird or motherfuckers. And, and it's like the, like, honesty level of it where it's like i'm gonna just be like a goofball that i am but i'm also nicer than you bro so it's like i'm literally the and, and it's like that's not always the thing but it's like there's also all types of like crazy ass aesthetics and bullshit and all this other shit that i just think is fucking hilarious that motherfuckers like don't necessarily talk about that people also will be able to relate to and shit just like about shit and it's like that's really what i just be trying to do and just, mm. but at the end of the day, it's not even about that. It's about keeping myself excited. That's it. If, unless mm. I'm hyped on it, it's like a dub. It's just like. So, Kay, did you have any, did you have any lines that really stood out to you? I think, I feel like the lungs experience is the joy of the verse, right? Yeah. The joy of what's happening in the verse. And like, there's so many points where I was just like, what? Uh, and it's, it's great. Um, I mean, what the lyrically the track that stood out to me was "Menace and Exhaustion" with Silence. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, shout out to Silence on both projects. I think he did a lot of great work. I believe. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. That's my so, fucking yeah, guy. Those were yeah. Those were the. That was the track that stood out to me lyrically. Uh, let's see what else. I did like Monster Spider and Fuckface Beetle as well. Yo, yo was actually my favorite. Now that I'm thinking about it, was Cough Cough Cough. That was hands down my favorite because that one is That's just so fucking great. ridiculous. And that yeah. beat would have been normal if I didn't add that. <laughs> it sounds like fucking Michael Jackson. And I somebody said I said that after fucking 
we made it, and then I could never unhear it. But I fuck with that giant. That shit is that's awesome. No, it's it, uh, yeah. No, there was a there was a line in there. I, I feel like it might have been on Oops, or maybe it was somewhere else on, on Burn the Lone Sword. But it was like, um, it was something like human body fluid on the blue stucco. Who done it? <laughs> and I was like, what? Like it was crazy well, hell yeah because it's like i mean that's the thing though it's like at the end of the day it's like i like the thing that drew me to rapping and the thing that always inspired was like the literature aspect of it it's just like motherfuckers be saying the last shit bro like you can like and like the way that you can say th- it's like weird as fuck because it's like yo bro like like good writing it doesn't matter what it is bro it's like good writing is going to be at the end of the day good writing and yeah, it's right. like to a degree, it's like motherfuckers, like, I don't know. It's just like the exemplification of like the shit that always I, inspired me that I thought was ill was just like, yo, bro, people who like show you shit and don't tell you shit. Cause it's like, bro, like, don't tell motherfuckers shit. Describe it, you know? Like, describe the thing, make people like kind of see it to a degree. And that's like the shit that I try to like kind of do in rapping. It's like when I can not only that, bro, but there's so much shit. Like there's just utilities. Like everything is like a utility in my utility belt when it comes to rapping. Like names, forget it, bro. You can fucking names are like the greatest thing ever. Yep. Yep. You just make up a fucking name at any point, bro. It's like it's like just doing shit where it's like, yo, bro, like there's just mad shit where I'm like playing. I'm trying to play with like the crap. I'm also the shit that inspires me are people who are actually trying to like advance the shit, you know? It's like people who are doing things where it's like, oh fuck, this is like some crazy other shit. And it's yeah. been ill because New York has been completely br- breaking out of like getting pigeonholed into like 90s fucking, this is just like the night, you know what I'm saying? Which is like, yeah. I'm with you. I, I, I Kay, it's like there's a difference between in-depth imagery and vivid imagery, right? Mm. Like, in-depth imagery is great, but vivid imagery is in-depth imagery that pops, right? It mm. pops. And I feel like lungs writes verses that pop versus with like bright colors that, that stick out, that stick in your in your head. Mm. Uh, imagery, tone switches that stick in your head. And that's kind of how Lone Sword produces. Yeah, man, because, like, and, and the other thing is, too, is you can do a lot with a little, you know? Like, that's Absolute, the other thing, yeah. too, is, like, and that's, like, some shit that always just inspired me in terms of production. Like, I mean, bro, like, you listen to, like, like, like for example, like, Boot Camp Click. Before I really got into, like, Quasimodo, like, the, the Unseen by Quasimodo kind of, like, really shuffled up what I was trying to do and set me on, like, and Doom, too, of course, but, like, before that, I had really been on like boot camp, click, fucking big out, like all that shit. And I would right, listen right, to, right. Like, for example, uh, for example, like uh, Enter the Stage by Black Moon. Like yep. I would just be listening to those beats OD and I would be like, yo, bro, like he's taking like, like B, be it B minors, be it Evil D or Mr. Wall, whoever the fuck, man, you know what I'm saying? On the shit, I'll be like, damn, bro, like this dude is taking tiny sounds and and, and layering them in a way that's like creating moods. It's right. not like, 
And that was like the shit that I was able to like approach sampling from. And it's been interesting going to school and like doing this shit because in hindsight of just being in the underground for mad long, it's like me not knowing mad shit. Like there's hella people who have everything else figured out, but they couldn't chop a sample for their lives. So it's like they're on splice or doing whatever, but it's like, it's about like creating fucking moves, bro. It's like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was doing a look back. I was doing like a Lord finesse look back where I, yeah. I wrote about a bunch another of great example. Yeah. And like, I was like, you can listen to this now and it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. But you'll know, you know why this person got left behind by his. It's, it's almost too nuanced. And, and see, I wouldn't even argue that he got left behind because he definitely still racking up. That dude is a fucking legend. But I do feel you in terms of, uh, I don't know. I don't the, 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 the thing that I'll say though is like, and yo, like for me personally, that dude never felt Lord Finesse, huge, huge, huge legend. So much respect to that man. Fuck you. Right. For real. Like those SP 1200 tapes, like that he put out recently, like the remastered jump, woof, legend. Um, I think the thing that's interesting, which I feel like actually actually is probably more so because I wouldn't even argue that Lord Finesse got left behind because he made the ground. Motherfuckers like him made the ground that people are fucking walking on type That's shit. Real. That's real. Shit wouldn't even be here without, without nope. that motherfucker. Nope. So it's like time will never leave that man behind. But fucking I think what it is is, is that like for example I'm 27 right um, fucking people from that i talked to from like and like cats that i like literally bro look up to to this day for like their contributions and shit like crazy underground motherfuckers like all types of other shit like and like talking to people from the generation mind you these are the cats who are putting shit out in like 98 97 2001 like that that era those people had to watch quote unquote like the hip-hop shit die in terms of moving from like the commercial thing being that like it was this nuanced like lord finesse shit to yep. being like it is now the way it is now which is you know and and to a degree it's almost like i go to school with hella like producers and shit yo i i really fuck with what joe producers are doing with the crazy ass paramore joe Fla- i think that shit is fire as fuck just from a producer perspective i think that shit is crazy but it's like motherfuckers deal with a whole level of bullshit that I feel like an underground artist doesn't necessarily deal with because it's not this like bum rush head over heels like fame thing in the sense that it's like people my age we had to deal with that shit. it's not like this whole like lament like oh this, this shit is so fucked like that shit doesn't piss me off and to be honest bro people who are on that like super boom bat purist fucking shit like they're the reason that motherfuckers like don't like you you're the reason motherfuckers like that who make all that whack ass rapping about rapping bullshit where it's just like fuck trap music blah 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 it's like <laughs> bro like first of all y'all are bugging out because if you listen like bro if you listen to any of that shit that shit is clearly just the continuation of all the shit that was in Atlanta and Memphis and all that other shit that was fucking going on in the 90s that was fucking sick as shit and still is and to right. be honest, I'd rather bump any of that shit than these motherfuckers like on some shit like that because it's like, it's just, it's on some shit where it's like I feel like motherfuckers in 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 the age bracket that I'm in aren't like lamenting 
about like trap music being like the most like this is so fucked up it used to be because it's like motherfucker it's like yo i spit a bar that was like by the time we got the vinyls it was already out the crates fucking mm. and like that's bro it's that's it it's like motherfuckers just kind of had to go with like everybody being like this is not commercially viable and figure out okay how are we gonna make it so motherfuckers can survive off this shit and actually do it Instead of just being like, oh, my God, this is so fucked up. Because it's just like, I'm so sick of that shit. You know what I'm saying? On like, some level, just, like, like, being a purist at that height is like yelling at everybody that you've only ever eaten one flavor of ice cream. And you're, like, so excited about it. Like, yeah. And it's also most, it's mad dudes from Europe, too, who, like, have no idea. It's like. It's like, it's just annoying because it's also, like, there's hella dudes from Europe who be awesome, like, super NPC fucking in a t- I, bro, I hate, like, I, I can't, I can't trust it. The NPC video in, like, fucking the Netherlands and the clean-ass <laughs> studio that looks like nobody ever fucked up. You know what I'm saying? With the, with the Lord Finesse, like, reflip shit, and then you talking wild shit. And I'm like, bro, like, you don't even understand the duality of, like, the sound here that are both valid. You know what I mean? Mm. And so, yeah, so I just feel like that's, that's been the nature of the underground. It's just motherfuckers just being like, fuck it, we're just going to do the next thing anyway. We don't, like, instead of it just being like, yo, what the fuck? It's just like, all right, I bet, bro. Let's just go do whatever the fuck we want. Like, so, in terms of grit, to bring it to grit, because there are people who may not be initiated with what grip is and who's in grip, who's not in grip. Can you talk about the people that are in your collective and kind of what their superpowers are, what they bring to these songs. Uh, hell yeah. I mean, Iblis, uh, Kai, you know what I'm saying? Definitely need no introduction. <laughs> Motherfuckers, absolute legends. Idris, tech programmer, fucking extraordinaire, insane fucking on all levels. Man's is an absolute legend. Kai, probably best rapper I've ever met in my entire life. I'll put him against anybody. I'm a good fuck. Uh, fucking Feek has been in grip for the last year and change. It's my man's bro. It's my fucking guy. We got uh Shea Butter. We got Io, who goes by fucking Negro Sage. They're producers. Their shit is fucking amazing. Uh, both of them legends. Uh, me and Shay actually have a bunch of joints. We'll probably wind up putting some shit together to for a tape. Shay, absolute legend. Same with Iowa Citizen. Uh, fucking my homie Zach Citizen, beat maker, producer, DJ extraordinaire. We got Silence. Fucking, you know, fucking rapper, author, fucking fly fisherman. I need I go on. Fucking. Uh, who else we got? Fucking. There's there's also a hell of people in grip too, mind you. There's hell of people. Gam, it would Gam be? It, yeah, Gam is pretty much by association. Yeah, Gam is fucking on his. Uh, Gam's been on his own shit though. Gam's been fucking uh, him and homeboy been going crazy. Wavy, another person in grip. Then you got the boppers and shit. Well, uh, fuck, you got hell of people in grip. Amani Fela, technically in grip. Fucking. There's Ooh. hella people in grip. It's like it used to be way bigger. Like it used to just be on some like crazy, like those are probably the people that I'm around. You got the boppers, DFNS, Size Greeny, uh, Ola Segun, Kristen, Hajino, fucking uh Sif and fucking uh 
in in Staten Island, K Cipher. Fucking yeah, man. Fucking hell people. Some Mims, bro. Absolute legend. Fucking is hell people. Not even in grip. Those are just homies fucking madder than wearing the boppers or they have their own collectives. But yeah, that's pretty much uh and there's definitely people I'm forgetting too, bro. Fucking trying to think. Mike. Yeah. yeah, there's mad people. Fucking, but yeah, it's just some of them. And grip is cool because it's just like motherfuckers have just been on the same shit for hella long. So it's just mm-hmm. like we've progressed through the New York thing, kind of on this like insular, just like motherfuckers. We're just like the weirdos for a time being, and then motherfuckers just kind of stuck together and bossed up and built the fucking shit while all these other motherfuckers were just kind of trying to get like weird ass sponsorships and other bullshit so yeah, let's say so what is the mission statement like what is what is what is grip collectively what are you guys trying to accomplish it's like kind of awesome like bro we're just trying to be like really the strongest that's it it's just personal strongest thing motherfuckers are trying to crush everything for real like out here just doing doing the best by ourselves doing the best by the music uh, and also moving on a level where it's like anybody can be dispatched to handle their own mission. But while we're together, we're stronger. So that's the biggest thing on grip. There's no tragedy of the commons, bro. And also you got to like keep your shit up, bro, because you're surrounded by fucking motherfuckers who are lit, like really fucking good at the thing. So unless mm. your shit is, it's like grip is not one of these collectors where motherfuckers are going to carry you, bro. It's like people will. And mind you, I've been with the same people the whole time. You know what I'm saying? It's not like motherfuckers are on some like, oh, fuck you. But it's like motherfuckers will do whatever for you, but they're not going to carry you in terms of like what you have to do for the shit and the level of shit that's expected from everything, you know? And also just like staying true to what we set out to do, which was just to like try to like make a fucking path for ourselves, be the nicest we possibly can be at this shit and be able to like, you know, live not like releasing our time out on the planet doing shit that we don't want to do, so really yep. and also like the ride alone fly, fly together shit like the raft shit that's really it everybody just got to be strong enough to be able to handle their own shit but when we come together we're stronger so that's really it yeah high level high level artistry high level teamwork that's a good uh that's a good success model right there absolutely yeah. yep and we're not going fucking anywhere you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, really, like, wherever you work or whatever you do, if you can go into your your place where you're at and find a few people who want to be 30% better tomorrow and keep those, keep that as your crew. Nah, and that's it, bro. And that's why motherfuckers fall off. And that's the thing. That's, like, literally was my mindset. That's the only thing that's ever gotten anything to me. And shout out to Kai, bro, because Kai's really the motherfucker who, like, we used to just link up and write raps all day because we couldn't do shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, type shit. Like, he's the one who was, like, on the, like, yo, every day we do this type shit. And it was, like, that, bro, I have, like, from that whole time period with Elric. Oh, fuck. What am I, what the fuck am I saying, bro? My son, Elric. Shout out, Elric. Another core member of Taze Grip. Big fucking Elric, bro. That's my man. He produced all of Jolly Rogers, my first project. We're working on the second one. He's in Virginia right now. He'll be back up soon. But that's my fucking man's. Um, but me, him, Elric, and uh, um, fucking bunch of homies used to fucking just link up. And from that time period, bro, I have like five, six IKEA bags filled with notebooks, cover to cover, filled that I'll never use. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Just 
And that's the only reason that motherfuckers can do what they do. That's it. That's it. It's like, if you want to get good at it, you just got to practice and do it every day. We were not good at this. Motherfuckers were not like naturally talented. We just fucking went crazy because we couldn't do anything else because motherfuckers were getting boxed out of all types of bullshit. So what could we do? We could just go to somebody's crib, smoke weed, and everybody just write raps all day type shit just to get better. You know, not even to use them fucking. So that's really it, you know. That's awesome. I mean, it's a great story because people need to know that that is not wasted time, right? Like, yeah, hell yeah. When you're doing that, you're filling your notebooks. That is not wasted time. That is development, you know? No, it's not. And it's like, bro, like people fall off because it's like you're like scared to be around people who are better than you. That's like the main thing, bro. You need to like fucking like surround yourself with those people. If these motherfuckers are better at rapping than you, that's the exact person you need to hang out with. You know what I'm saying? Not even on some like copy shit, just because the standard will be upped. And you'll be like, oh shit, I gotta put a fire under my ass now because this motherfucker's gonna eat my like you know what I'm saying? It's just gonna be a wrap. So yeah, I mean and I always I I would rather have the truth than the ego boost, if that makes sense, right? I'd rather have a top artist near me who can say that ain't it, and it ain't gonna be it. So move, just move on, drop that. Yeah, exactly. And you need to yeah. have those people. Well, it's also like you need to have people who know what, what you should be doing, you know? Not just like what you could be doing, just right. like what, you, what it should sound like. That's dope. No, that's yeah, great. Absolutely. No, you really that. That. So what it's, uh, so yeah, and, and you've got a lot of projects, Bandcamp, Lungs, Two Backslashes, Lone Sword, uh, Follow It. The uh, okay, how was the overall experience with with listening to this? What did what did it did it did it feed into that conversation about uh, popular music versus indie music? Yeah, definitely the experiment experiment experimentation aspect of it. Uh, I mean, in terms of you know the sap, like the, as I said, the samples like the way that you cut things is very unique, like. <laughs> I've never heard how how jagged how jagged the samples were, but like, but not like it was like a jagged piece of glass. Some of the tracks it was just really unique to hear. Like you would you found like a certain aspect of your source material that you liked, and you would hone it and you would focus on it until yeah, it more exactly. And, and you can live and that's what I that's another thing that I was saying with like you can do a lot with a little. Like you can yes. find a little slice of something and live in that, you know. Yes. It's like you can you can create a whole fucking world in that four seconds, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Because some people they would take like the whole idea. You took a portion of that idea and made it an idea in itself, which yeah, is like yeah. I got to commend you for it. Yeah, and, well, and bro, I appreciate it. And that's what the soul samples when they're beautiful, they're even more beautiful. Because it feels like they've survived the zombie apocalypse, right? Like, mm. all of a sudden, you've earned that Marvin sample. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's super dope. And I, yeah, I just think it's, it's, there are some, there are some creators who are consciously challenging their audience. They don't want to make their audience comfortable. That's not the goal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, it doesn't make them better or worse for it. It's just a different mission statement. Yeah, and something that has to be valued. 
No, hell yeah. And I appreciate y'all for real, man. Cause it's also just oh, listening to people's reactions to shit and just hearing, you know, what stands out. Cause it's always interesting to me. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. I'm putting it out. I got no idea. So it's just, right. it's cool, you know? And I, I, I appreciate the love, man, for real. Cause it's just like, yeah, bro. It's like, you know, we're, 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 the thing is starting to come out because it's also like, it's, it's, the shit is weird, but it's also like not inaccessible. And it's also something that I feel like is like, maybe there's a, there's a level of realness and self-awareness in the shit where it's just like, you know, it's going to connect with people. And I know it will, because it's like, even within the squad, I'm not even talking about me. I'm talking about grip. Like I know grip would be all right because I felt it before anybody else did. So it's like, if I felt it, I know other people are going to feel it. So it's like, you know, kind of on that and just proceeding proceeding from there the, the yeah. only person i could come up to compare you against and lone sword was orco elohim word yeah yeah orco elohim was dope and and very challenging but very beautiful in terms of the mm-hmm. uh yeah oh yeah now i gotta get hit still doing great work he was he so, was in a he was in a group with um the dude from Company Flow. Oh, fire! Uh, what was that shit called? I know, I know what the uh, anti was it Antipop? It was a crazy. It has a. This is the reason Antipop. why it's not. It's like nephilistic something. It's like I know, I know exactly that. Sharif put me onto that. Okay, bet, bet, bet. Yes, I've heard that before. I've actually gotten that before. Fucking hell yeah, that's fire. That's far. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, and or- Orco actually did an album last year uh, with I Self Divine. That's beautiful. Um, oh, so, yeah, I'll check that out for sure. Hell yeah. It's a uh, yeah. The okay. Do you have anything else before we go to recommend? Yeah. So my, my last question is, like, what are some things that you feel like you need to work on? Like, how would you like to evolve in in the future? Well, really just like in terms of like mixing and mastering my own shit, that's like off rip. Just got to got to really kind of hone that skill in. I want to just be able to really kind of articulate all aspects of the thing myself type mm-hmm. shit in a way that I'm happy with. Um, and then just continuing to evolve the rap shit to keep it new, to not get bored, you know, and then just mm-hmm. continue to really just hone in on understanding mixing beats and doing shit like that that's really been where i've been at it's just kind of trying to push through there mm. awesome no it's the uh so much important shit going on Kay. i'm excited to tell you about what's what's up what's up here recommendation corner i have been running around the house listening to namir blades metropolis like over and over word yeah, yeah. I love it. This is my favorite of his thing. I wasn't in like immediately, right? Because I think mm-hmm. Mello tried to do the standard Mello music thing where they like yeah. put him with Orange or they put him with their big names to introduce him to people. And they had, you know, people who were on Mello featuring. Yes. Yeah. He's from Tennessee. He's from like Chattanooga or something. Oh, word. This, this is a Tennessee album. This is like, but one of the most fun kind of pop rap Tennessee albums of the year. And it's all his people on it. Like the guests are just like G slab, Jordan Webb. He's just doing whatever. And, and he produced oh. it. 
16 tracks. He produced it all. And right off the bat, he kind of addresses it. He's like, they're trying to box me in like I'm conscious. They don't know I'll turn their yoga class into a mosh pit. Yeah. (laughs) A fun fucking album. Great big hooks. Uh, Yeah, just a I'm I'm dropping a piece on it for subscribers uh, that'll be about like how this is kind of a way forward for mellow music. That they can't keep taking older artists and refurbishing them. They have to engage with a new draft class in order to yeah, it. so it's a great and tomorrow K okay, Elucid drops I told Bessie. Hell yeah. I don't know if I'm ready yet. There's too much good music out there trying to absorb everything. Yeah, yeah there's a fucking lot. There's a lot to keep up with for sure. Woo! 13 songs. I'm excited about it. So uh yeah, lots lots of good shit out there. And I got oh oh I was gonna say we were talking about we talked about this gentleman, but I was gonna say if I had to pick one person who I would like to see Lone Sword produce an album with, it would be Pootie. Oh, then then you are you're in luck, my friend, because why <laughs> Hootie from Jersey. Jersey is dope. Yeah, we dope. got a whole tape. Uh, it's me and Drive-By produced the whole thing. Fucking, it's me, Feek, Pootie, uh, and Gam rap on it. It's like 12, 13 tracks. We're just finishing up the cover. Got to send it out to get it mixed, so that's on the way. I got to oh. dig deeper into Pootie history, but he has, a, he has an, a project called P that is produced by Roper Williams. Entirely. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Me and Roper actually are fi- finalizing our, our tape too. We got a, we got a whole time there. Wow, man! Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good one. Yo, also fucking, yo, just some uh, very advanced. Me and Doof about a fucking, uh, about to fucking buy a bunch of Patagonias and make a fucking tape called Scumbags and Dress Shoes, and we're gonna film Woo! a fucking video on uh, on Wall Street. Just annoying everybody. <laughs> man on the street. Man on the street action. I love, love it. it, man. Come back and dress shoes. Coming depending on the market. Soon as we as soon as the market deems it sick. Yeah. As soon as the as soon as the SEC buys out. Dow Jones Industrial Average. You gotta watch the market for six months. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, K, something to keep in mind. The yeah, yeah, yeahs are coming back. Did you know this? Really? Yeah, they're not who the yeah, yeah, yeahs are. Why do I remember? Bro, I saw them live in Brooklyn. Did they make that in like tweaking maps? They made maps, yeah. Yep. And like, oh, bro, I saw shit. them live in Brooklyn in like so long ago, bro. Miranda. Yep. Dude, I remember my fucking mom used to fuck with the yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. They got a single off the edge of the world featuring Perfume Genius. That's real fucking giant-sized old-school shit. I love it. Nice. 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 Nice.
irresponsible. You about to tear it up. Tear it up. Yeah. So, Kay, do you have any? Uh, yeah, not not, not this week, time. man. No, you're chilling. Chilling. The oh, we got wood. We got wood. So, the uh, lungs. What are you listening to? What do you What do you got? Uh, I've been listening to hella fucking, uh, really, I mean, recently I've been listening to hella, like, Ray Long fucking, like, Megalon fucking shit. Uh, awesome. in terms of everybody else, definitely Baby, fucking, Sice, Sice got a fucking shit coming out called the Thinking Cap EP, I've been listening to that, OD, uh, Yep. Fucking drive by and Roper dropped the tape called Near Death XP <laughs> that me and Feek have a feature on. I've been bumping that tape. Oh, um, yeah. Fucking, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't think about what else. Definitely Doof got a project. Doof put yeah, out. Uh, yeah. No project. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How many joints? Yep. But I'm uh yeah, I think you uh I'm I'm good if you have anything else. Yo, yo, I mean again, yo, thank y'all for taking the time for real. Super appreciated fucking and thank you for the love. I'm really happy that y'all have been enjoying it for real. And thank you for coming on, man. We appreciate no, it. No, of course, bro. For real. If y'all are ever in New York, let me know. Absolutely. Yeah. We look forward uh, to hearing if I'm ever you in got, Maine, I'm definitely going to hit y'all up. We got it. We got it. Yeah. The Space Gallery is where you would play. You would play at the Space Gallery. They would yes. Oh, hell yeah. Let's get it. Nah, I'm trying to see some fucking moose and rap. I'm 100% <laughs> trying to come to Maine, bro. I saw a moose last time I went there. I'm trying to go two for two. Yeah, we had moose walking down our street and shit. We had like, we had a moose walk down the center of our fucking street. That's probably not a good thing, right? That's, that's it was weird. Good. My mom and my sister were looking out the door, and I went into like, I went into my like, don't stare at that motherfucker mode. Like, <laughs> leave that motherfucker alone. Don't, don't be looking at that moose. Let, let the moose ride. He, he's on. <laughs> let him live his life, man. <laughs> Moose gonna see you and come back, you know. I was still in that. Don't stare at the, at the crazy person. Idea. Hell yeah! <laughs> so, fire. But yo, again, thank y'all, man, for real. Appreciate it. Jeez, we'll, we'll still support as long as things are great. We'll Hell be, yeah! We'll I hope it. to keep it that way. Hey, appreciate this time in your life, man. When you get to be so connected with so many great people. Uh, yeah, for, for real. It. Definitely. No, 100%, man. And, yo, I appreciate y'all. Have a good Bye. night. Peace.